Hello, 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 everyone. Thank you again for joining me for another Excuse You Moment podcast with Lady T. I'm so glad to have you with me today. And I want to share something with you that blessed and inspired me. And um, it actually is a motivator. And I think it is very apropos to the time that we are in. I want to talk about sleep versus rest. Sleep versus rest. I saw something um, on IG and I want to share it with you. A quote. And it reads, how are you doing? I'm fine. And then terrible. And then crying. And then laughing. And then screaming. And then grateful. And then over it. And then determined. And then terrified. And then anxious. And then happy. And then exhausted. All in the same minute. How many of you can identify with that sentiment? That was by uh, Dave Del Porto. Diva Del Porto. That kind of sums up the state of mind, I would say, our society is in now. And we're trying to get back to some sense of normalcy and I don't like that term because getting back to what is what is the new normal right this is not the new normal I don't receive that this is the new normal because to receive that this is the new normal would mean that we have not overcome this new normal I don't receive it's going to be every day threats of uh, life every day, living with disease every day, living in uncertainty every day, being challenged and fought for our peace. My God does not tell me this is the new normal. And because we are all battling emotions from second to second, minute to minute, we really, and I'm saying we because I want to include myself here, are not really experiencing rest. Yeah, we lie down and at different times of the day, we all go to sleep. Some people are um, circadian, their body's circadian rhythm is, I believe, in sync or on schedule, right? What is our circadian rhythm? It's our internal clock that tells us when to lie down and when to get up. And a lot of times that's compromised because we don't get enough light in the day. Our daily habits usually affect, and I would say negatively, if you're a person that struggles with sleep at night, you will find out that your circadian rhythm is off. What do I mean? That you don't have a daily a habit of how you maneuver and move throughout your day. Like if you're getting up and going to bed very sporadically, like you have no set time to go to bed, no set time to get up, or anything throughout that day is thrown off and your mind is constantly in a perpetual state of being anxious or trying to um, take matters into your own hand, 
being controlling in a sense of, you know, not knowing what's happening from one minute to the next. And so therefore we usually try to manipulate things in our life, even well-intentioned, we try to manipulate things in our life to work in our favor because we want a, a good outcome. But here's the challenge. All of that takes so much energy, mental, emotional, and it's manifested physically that when you lie down at night, it is so hard for you to really rest. Yeah, you close your eyes and you may even get a couple of hours in, but you don't wake up rested. You wake up and some people feel like they've been hit by a Mack truck. Some people wake up worse than they lie down. And that is definitely not the will of the Father for our lives. He comes to give us rest. And I don't just mean sleep rest, but rest in regards to peace. Rest in knowing that he is in control. Rest in knowing that he is truly the author and finisher of our faith. Rest in meaning that I can take confidence in knowing that he knows my end from my beginning. And no matter what I'm going through, no matter what's going on outside of me, when I lie down and my head hits the pillow, I have subscribed to the will of God that you are giving me peace that will blanket, that will saturate, that will transition me into a place that I've not known before. Not only a rest in my body, but a rest in my mind. My spirit will come to a place of ceasing from troubling, from ceasing from worrying. I have submitted my thoughts and my will, my very existence to a place of safety where I'm anchored in God, where I'm anchored in God, that he is leading me beside still waters. Yes, while I'm sleeping. Yes, my body is repaying itself. The cells are being regenerated. My thoughts, amen, are being uh, renewed. And when we lie down in the rest of God, all of the fighting, all of the toiling, all of the seems like endless and mindless attempts to make things better come to a halt because every day we lie down, we're saying, God, I trust you for this night. I trust you. That I've done all I could in this day, whether good or bad, whether it was 100% or 2%. I've done it. It's over. Now pour back into me so that when I get back up, I'm getting up in you. I'm getting up with new strength, new vigor, new hope, new dreams because it's another day. Do you understand that everything happens in a day? There's one day. You, you were born in a day. You will die one day. You make decisions to change in a day. Doesn't mean you change everything, but you make a decision to change in a day. There's one day that you actually fall in love. So that lets me know that in one day, things can change. Things change in a day. 
So why you people I hear people confess like, oh, I have a problem sleeping and I never get rest. And, you know, my husband, he's one that really doesn't sleep well. And, you know, I know others who just really don't sleep well. And it's no reflection on your um, love for God or or a lack thereof. It is more uh, a reflection of how much you trust him. Yeah, yeah. Because the worry, the fear, the not knowing, the unpredictability of tomorrow keeps us up. And as pastors and as parents and as head of households and those that are uh, leaders um, in any capacity, business owners, government officials, those that are nurses or doctors in ministry of helps, people that love people. You, if you're not careful, the enemy would rob you of the rest that you need to function Because he knows if I will rob you of your rest, that I can affect your body. And a lot of times, absent of how we eat, how we sleep, and how we rest, plays a large factor in our overall health. We underestimate rest. And we say, you know, at some point we all go to sleep just because our body can't stay up for such a, a long and extended period of time without any um, AIDS, right? And even though some people feel like they can't sleep, they can't sleep. I don't care if you fall asleep three o'clock in the morning and sleep till five. At some point, your body does sleep. But that does not mean that you get rest. We all need rest, y'all. We all need to be at a place where we are quieted, where God can do his best work, where we cease from speaking. And not just audibly, but we cease from speaking in our mind. That we shut it off and shut it down, even in our dreams, that God will be able to speak to us and give us clarity. You know, there was a season in my life that I think I didn't even dream. I think I just lied down. And, and I didn't understand that. Like, why am I not dreaming? You're supposed to dream every night. Not necessarily. You can be in a state of just pure nothingness. But we don't really know what that means because we're always thinking that we have to constantly be, our mind has to constantly be reasoning, constantly be on alert, constantly in a pace of thinking, always, always thinking. That's not healthy. It's not healthy. Jesus, God gives us an example in his word that he worked six days and even he took a Sabbath. I believe COVID-19 is, is God's way, even in the, the midst of what the enemy's trying to do and things that, you know, God's causing us to go in and shut the door so this indignation has passed. He's also giving this whole world a Sabbath, these months that we have taken a break, these months that we have just ceased from doing. It is giving our air system, our water systems, it's giving the life forms rest. And some states have, you know, picked back up the level of activity. But for those first three months, from March to May, 
Oh my God, we didn't even know what to do with ourselves. But nature in heaven was rejoicing because we wasn't taxing it. We weren't abusing it. We weren't over um, just, just sapping it. And so in the natural, so in the spirit, we have overutilized and oversapped our bodies to the place that we have been broken down. That when it's a time for us to really rest, we can't even do it properly without some outside aid. And I just subscribe to the fact that if he is our shepherd, our great shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. We recite Psalm 23 sometimes religiously. And I had a pastor who once said, you know, sometimes we read the Bible too fast. We're so quick to, you know, just read it because again, our minds are just going. Right. We've, we've done all type of studies. I don't know if you've participated in one where it teaches you how to speed read. Right. We're always trying to get the most bang for our buck or our time, not realizing that slow and steady. Amen. Is really a blessing. But I just want to revisit just for a little bit. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. He is not. He will be. Not maybe or he shall. The Lord is my shepherd. He belongs to me. I belong to him. I don't have a a mistaken identity. But I am his and he is mine. But what is he in this context? He's my shepherd, my protector. The one that leads me, provides for me, nourishes me, keeps me. And sometimes he has to shear me. He beat backs the wolves and the adversary and the prey that come to eat of my flesh. The Lord is my shepherd. That alone would give you rest at night. Do you believe that he is your shepherd? Because if you believe that, the B clause of that is, I shall not want hallelujah that's a selah moment that's a moment where you pause and just marinate on that and I shall not want doesn't just mean food or provision or your needs being met but what is it that you're wanting is it joy is it peace is it contentment What is it that you want? We limit that and we just define it as provider, Jehovah Jireh. But he's your shepherd that you shall not want for anything. Whether you got lower self-esteem, you shall not want to be accepted. You shall not want. What are you wanting? Bless my soul, this scripture this morning. What is it that you're wanting? Harmony, 
unity. What is it that you're wanting? Rest for your soul. See, we sleep, but we don't rest. But the father, the good shepherd, the great shepherd, he wants us to not want. And if you really take time of